Welcome. You've turned into Rockstar Millennial Spotlight, featuring Katherine Spitznagel, professional coach, speaker, and author of the book, Rockstar Millennials, Developing the Next Generation of Leaders. On this show, we'll feature millennials who represent this high-energy, creative, and entrepreneurial generation, and spotlight Rockstar Millennials who are living their purpose, helping others, and making a difference right where they are. Please join me in welcoming our host, Katherine Spitznagel. Hi, this is Katherine Spitznagel, your host for Rockstar Millennials podcast, and today we have the pleasure of welcoming Mr. Andre Wilson. Welcome, Andre. Hi, Katherine. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Sure. Um, I am a menswear personal stylist. And I um, have a independent uh, menswear style consultancy here based in the city of Chicago, mm-hmm. where my primary clients are on the menswear side. However, I do have some services that I offer to women clients as well. So um, super um, deep experience in the fashion industry, particularly on the menswear side, but then I also have some um, exposure and experience on the women's wear side. Yes. And, and tell us the name of your business. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that's really important. <laughs> Black Garment Bag, a men's style consultancy. Yeah. So what was the genesis? I love the name of the business, so that's why I had to ask. Oh, thank about. you. <laughs> so, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, what was the genesis of that? Where Where did that name come from, the Black Garment Bag? So um, I, when I began to like take this business seriously and think about how, you know, what name I want to give it, what uh, really resonated for me was like when I, when I was a child, um, we were, you know, very modest uh, means, so we only got, like, special occasion clothes for, like, Christmas, maybe Easter, maybe Mother's Day. So it was almost rare occasions, and every time that we received something on the dressier side, it came in a black garment bag. So for me, that was a connection. I always just, you know, remember having a really great feeling, knowing that something exciting and beautiful was going to come out of a black garment bag. So that's something that really resonated with me, and that's why I selected Black Garment Bag as the name. I love that. And I love that that is a childhood memory. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah. and the other thing uh, that I, I love that you've said, um, Andre, is you knew how it would make you feel. And so tell us a little bit about that. I mean, this is, um, as, as a stylist uh, for predominantly men, but I know you, you work with women as well, um, talk to us about your, your purpose. So I, um, and this will take a step back, I believe in the transformative power of clothing. And I know that um, if somebody, you know, dresses well, looks well, they feel better instantly. So mm-hmm. that's what I like to bring to a client. Um, typically, some of the clients that I, you know, I work with are on the menswear side. And some of them are recent divorcees and, you know, um, mm-hmm. are wanting to get back into the dating world. Right. And they're just not sure of how to present themselves. So it's a matter of helping them, you know, build that confidence. And clothing is one way to do that. Because I I honestly believe that um, if you look good, you feel good, you just behave better. Mm -hmm. So um, part of what I like to do is bring that um, sort of experience to clients and help them understand that, yes, um, we can dress you really well and we can get you help build your confidence so that you're able to get back into the date world or ready to go for that new promotion or ready for that wardrobe refresh. So whatever their objective is, my goal is to help 
um, uh, actualize that for them. Wonderful. And I know um, things were difficult um, in the mm-hmm. fashion world during COVID, um, mm-hmm. but I also saw you pivot. Tell yeah. us about that. Tell us about you know some of the fun things that you did during that time. Sure, sure. So on the styling side, uh, a lot of what we do um, is is done in person. So it's really important that we're with the client um, mm-hmm. either at their home or at a, a, a retail store environment. And um, part of that interaction is definitely one on one. You know, um, directly involved together. As a result of the pandemic, we weren't able to do that. So I had always offered um, virtual styling as a service. Mm-hmm. And I just noticed that during the pandemic, I had to increase that um, offering. Um, as many clients switched from in-person to virtual. And um, in terms of typically how folks dress, um, you know, business clothes as well as sort of personal or social clothes that they want to have for weekends and evenings, a lot of them switch to how do I dress for Zoom? What can right. I wear for my Zoom meetings? There's a lot mm-hmm. of video meetings happening now. How do I dress? How do I look good from the waist up? Uh, what's going to be showing on camera? So right. it was really fun being able to sort of think strategically about how to, you know, put your best foot forward from the waist up. (laughs) um, It really uh, created a lot of uh, really good energy just because um, it forced me as a stylist to sort of think differently about how we dress. So for for instance, one thing that I really emphasize is accessories. Typically, a lot of the guys don't necessarily wear a lot of accessories or if they do, it's usually like a ring on their ring finger or something that that extent, but they don't really wear anything around their, you know, neck or Mm -hmm. something that would show in the chest area. So, I suggested wearing, you know, maybe a necklace or even like uh, lapel pins or a brooch or something to that effect just to kind of give you a little bit more interest um, from the uh, waist area. And a lot of guys were open with that and okay with that in terms of embracing something that's a little different than what they would normally do in their own sort of style aesthetic. But Mm -hmm. they were really um, open with that suggestion and uh, grateful for it because it helped them sort of, you know, find another way to express their personality as well as their personal style. Yeah. And branch out a little, maybe go beyond yeah, the comfort exactly. zone a little. You're good sure. at that. You're good at helping yeah. people <laughs> do that and be comfortable uh, with it. So tell us, you're very intuitive about people, Andre. Um, and I know you mm-hmm. have to be in, in your business. Um, how is it? How is it that you, um, you, know, you meet with people and, and help them evolve their uh, their fashion face or their style. Um, sure. What, kind of what's your, so, tell us your process. Sure. So uh, I first view myself as a problem solver. So, mm, um, yeah. and, and I, of course, say from that perspective, I am, a, you know, I come from a pretty large family and mm-hmm. I'm learning how to navigate those different personalities was a very, you know, a very essential part of my childhood. So mm-hmm. that kind of <laughs> gave me sort of the foundational skills in order to be able to relate to people and understand yeah. people. And because I'm the middle child of, of five, mm-hmm. I um, definitely um, boned up on my diplomacy skills. So learning <laughs> how to deliver messages in a very tactful way. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you're good at that. Yes, yes. So that was that's extremely helpful in what I do currently because mm-hmm. um, I, I would never tell a client that they look awful in something. I would just, you know, phrase it a different way. You know, maybe there's another alternative. Right. Maybe we can elevate. So there are a lot of different ways you can frame things that will be a little bit more inclusive. Mm-hmm. Versus turning people off by saying, oh, my God, you look horrible. I don't know where you bought this piece of you know, clothing <laughs> from. So it's yeah. just really, really about 
finding the best way to communicate the overall objective to the client, getting them comfort, uh, mm-hmm. getting them comfortable because a lot of times they, you know, are intimidated by the stylist. They think that you're going to come in and completely trash their wardrobe and then replace it with all high-end designer pieces. So right. there's that, you know, kind of the education component to what I do. I work with your, you know, you, you set a budget and we work within that budget. Mm-hmm. And um, it really is just getting them comfortable with the overall process. Um, my signature service is what we call the closet edit. And essentially what that allows me to do is get into your home. Mm-hmm. See what your current closet situation looks like. So what pieces do you currently have? How are you wearing your clothes? Mm-hmm. What can go? What can stay? And all those types of things. And it gives me a better understanding of who you are as a person. And then we talk about clothing. Um, I'll, I'll pick a piece from the closet and ask, what do you think when you bought this? Or what made you buy this? Or what do you like about this? Mm-hmm. So it just really gets the person really comfortable about the clothes that they have. And it starts to get them to, uh, it starts to help them think about why they make purchases and why they purchase a particular garment. And um, that, because of that service, I'm able to do the other things, the personal shopping piece, the mm-hmm. uh, sort of outfit creation piece. All of those sort of stem from the uh, closet edit, which is, um, like I said, the primary service that I offer. And it just really gives, a, gives me a foundation mm-hmm. and sort of a baseline in terms of where we need to start. And then through conversation and um, just kind of building that relationship with the client to try to make sure that we understand what the overall objectives are and then how I can best help you meet those objectives. Okay. So you go about this. Um, I think one of the things that's different about you as a stylist and compared to many that I've seen is that you're very strategic. Oh, uh, for sure. You have that strategic Definitely. mind. You, you talk about, you know, let's set a budget. Uh, what are your goals? What is it we're trying to mm-hmm. accomplish? Uh, you know, what what pieces of this um, person are, you know, if we're setting a vision, what pieces are there and, and what pieces um, do we need to add? And, I, and it's mm-hmm. almost a piece of the personality as well as the clothing. And you've sure. seen, uh, and I love your idea that um, transformation through clothing, you're seeing that positive transformation. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you have one or two clients that come to mind as sort of your greatest success stories or uh, the ones where you've seen the, the greatest transformation? Yeah, I, there's one client that actually is a recent client that, that comes to mind. He um, was recently going out for a new uh, job promotion mm-hmm. and he just didn't feel like his current wardrobe um, sort of, you know, his appearance didn't sort of, communicate the message that he wanted to communicate in terms mm-hmm. of the next level that he was going up for. Mm-hmm. So he reached out to me. We began an engagement and essentially I went through his entire wardrobe, asked him what his you know, ultimate goal was and which is to, you know, go for this promotion, get this next level, higher job. He was going for an executive role. And essentially what we wanted to do is just go through his wardrobe and make sure that the pieces that he currently had in his wardrobe, um, sort of communicated an executive presence. And what we found is that a lot of people didn't. It was super casual, which is fine, but it's not, if, if you're trying to communicate a very specific type of message, then you have to make sure that your appearance sort of um, reinforces that. So um, went through his current collection, um, wrote down a curated list of pieces that he should get um, to add to his collection. Over time, I understand that sometimes, you know, giving somebody a list of things, they can get a little, you know, um, intimidated by it because they right. think that you have to buy all those things at one time. But I always say the curated list, 
you buy those pieces over time to add to your closet and it will give you those classic pieces that will never go out of style and that you can sort of mix and match to create the, the, the overall look that you're looking for. So essentially, we did, we went through that process. He did, we did some shopping together. He did some shopping on his own mm-hmm. and he actually felt more confident in his appearance to um, apply for the position and interview for the position. He hasn't heard back whether he has the position or not yet, but the fact that um, his confidence level increased as a result of his improved wardrobe, I, I, I feel you know really proud about. Mm-hmm. Because right. even if he doesn't get this role, it, it, it places in his head that he can go for other executive positions, either internal of the organization or external of the organization. So it's really about that building confidence piece and helping him understand that, oh, this is how people see me, and it's just a message that I want to communicate. Yes. And so there's a, there's a lot more to this than, than oh, someone might, yeah, <laughs> someone might think, uh, additionally, there's a, you have a very complex skill set. I think your mm-hmm. gift, uh, to a lot of people in the way that you not only approach that, uh, but the, in the way that you serve them as a, yeah, as a client. I, I, I tell people all the time that it's a little, it's a combination of everything. It's just not, you know, just the, the creative side, cause that's a huge component of this, but it's mm-hmm. also, there's a, um, uh, counselor component to this as yes. well because essentially <laughs> you're, you're talking to the client you're asking questions right. and the, the biggest question is why why did you get this why do you feel this way what do you, you know yes. those types of probing questions that get people to really start thinking about clothing mm-hmm. and their appearance because ultimately it really is when we when we get down to it it really is about your personal brand that's what we're really doing is creating your personal brand so that when you walk into a room when you show up before you even open your mouth people have a very good sense of who you are as an individual so it really is about um, creating that brand. So part of that is just really understanding who you are, what your, you know, what skills you bring to the table, what are your strong parts, what are your areas for development. Mm-hmm. So from my perspective, my perspective as a uh, wardrobe consultant is to say, okay, from the appearance perspective or from the aesthetic perspective, this is what I see, this is what I propose. What are you saying? What are your thoughts? Do you agree? Do you disagree? Mm-hmm. And get in there more comfortable about it so that they can think about, start to think about some of those details so that, um, ultimately, what I want the client to do is have enough curated pieces in their closet that when they go to the closet, if you just pull pieces out, would have to spend too much time thinking about it, right. um, trying to create outfits. All of those pieces are interchangeable, so it makes it a lot easier for them. So they can focus on other things that they want to focus on, not not their closet. Mm-hmm. And, and it becomes natural for them. I think it you, becomes natural. Yeah, you help to elevate yeah. that in them. Yeah. So what's next, Andre? What's next for you? So. Yeah, what's next is to continue to grow the business. Um, my, my goal since I started formally in 2018 was just to scale the business. So I spend, I would say, about 70% of my time networking. So mm-hmm. letting people know what it is that I do. Um, um, I, I rely a lot of on word of mouth uh, business for, uh, oh, word of mouth referrals to, you know, create new business. So definitely going to consider, you know, um, ramp those efforts up because I, I definitely want to grow the business. And then also there's a, you know, at some point I would love to have a men's, menswear magazine. That's, that's kind of oh. what I am working towards. There's some really curated pieces. Yes. Um, definitely more of a kind of a lifestyle. So it'll be a little bit uh, more incapacity than uh, just uh, clothing, but definitely want to um, branch out and just kind of expand the brand. Wonderful. Interesting. Well, I'll stay yeah. tuned for that. <laughs> yeah. Tell me what, uh, what counsel or what encouragement do you have for other millennials 
Yeah, what I would say and what sort of served me well, and, I, and of course, you know, as an entrepreneur, you're learning things constantly on a daily basis. So mm-hmm. um, lessons are I mean, ever evolving. But what I would say is um, don't be afraid to take risks. Right. That's, a, that's a really big one that really resonates with me um, 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 specifically. And then also don't be um, too tied to what you think you know about something. Just have a more of an open mind and, a open, uh, and you know, be able to, spot opportunities where you may not think an opportunity may exist. Mm-hmm. And, and I say that because I think that sometimes, um, especially as an entrepreneur or somebody started off in their career, you have like kind of tunnel vision on what you, you know, what you see the end of the road being. Mm-hmm. But I think that we do, self, do ourselves a disservice when we don't look, you know, to the left or to the right. Because there may be opportunities on either side that still may get you to your ultimate goal, but you'll learn a lot along the way. So I, I would say just be open to, you know, possibilities, open to opportunities. Great. That's great counsel. And it's one that you live by. I see you. Oh, absolutely. Growing, changing. And now to think about a publication, boy, my wheels are already spinning. I can see you doing (laughs) that, Andre. (laughs) How fun. How fun. Well, thank you. So this was so great to have you today. You're always an uplift. Uh, You have just that positive spirit about you. Oh, thank you. So thank you for sharing that uh, with me. And uh, with our listeners today, thank you all for listening. Um, Don't miss a podcast. Be sure and join us at rockstarmillennials.com. Subscribe. Uh, You can also see us on YouTube and hear us on iTunes. So until next time, thank you. And we'll talk soon. To share your thoughts about this episode, subscribe to future podcasts. Submit a discussion topic or shine a light on a rock star millennial in your world. Contact Catherine Spitznagel at rockstarmillennials.com and click on Contact Us. Contact Us.